Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop. During this season of Lent, we're posting devotional podcasts every Monday through Friday. Today, we're going to continue our look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. We're in 1 Thessalonians because really the whole focus of this book is the idea that we need to stay on target. And during this season that we're that we're kind of stuck in our homes and, and the world has changed just a little bit, I thought it would be a nice reminder for us to look at a passage of Scripture or a book of the Bible that really focuses our heart and our mind around what it means for us to just stay on target during this season of social distancing. I believe during this time of social distancing, we can find we can find ways to become spiritually intimate with God and with one another. So what we're doing is we're just kind of reading a, a passage of scripture, making some comments on it, and then we pray it back to our heavenly father. And we're doing it that way because I hope that you get in the habit of doing that yourself. You don't need an expert for that. You don't need a pastor for that. You can pick up God's word anytime, read a section, make some observations about it, and then pray that passage back to the heavenly father. It doesn't mean experts aren't helpful. There are ways you can you can make certain that you're on target, that you stay on target with those kinds of things with the help of experts and devotional guides and specific specifically with commentaries and, and other resources like that. Those, those resources are, are exceptional and they're very, very helpful. But there's just no substitute for you reading God's word every day. There's no substitute for you praying God's word back to your heavenly father every day. So I hope that you won't just listen to me. I hope you'll take time to read it for yourself, make your own observations. And then as you make those observations, pray it back to your heavenly father. So here's what first Thessalonians chapter one, verses six through the end of the chapter say, beginning in verse six, it says, and you became followers of us. This is Paul, Silas, and Timothy talking in this letter to the church at Thessalonica. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia who believe, from whom the word of the Lord has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith toward God has gone out so that we do not need to say anything for they themselves declare concerning us what manner of entry we had to you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead even Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come. That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10 is where that is, 6 through the end of that chapter. And as I read that passage, I'm just reminded of so many people that I have in my own life. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia who believe. That's that first verse in uh, verses 6 and 7. And I'm just reminded, they're, just, they're, they're men in my life, men like Mike Taylor and Mike Compton, men like Rodney Salmon, who in my past are the men who poured their lives into mine and what they knew of my heavenly father. And I think of my parents, I think of my father-in-law and my mother-in-law. These are just people who poured their lives into mine. And as a result of their testimony and as a result of their witness, my faith is stronger for it because I saw that their lives matched their words and that I found that the words that they spoke were God's word and I found that God's word could be, could be trusted. That, that, in, that through every test and through every trial, everything I read and saw in God's word could be trusted. I saw it in his word, but I also saw it 
in their lives. And I'm so thankful for that. I wonder if you might not take a moment right now to just consider those men and women that God has placed in your life who have poured their, their spiritual truth, their, their life in, into yours, who have told you and taught you and shown you what it's like to be someone who is a follower of Christ. And maybe as you remember them, maybe give thanks for them. If they're still alive today, then maybe write them a note, send them an email or a text message, or just touch base with them and just say thank you for that. I think that's a a beautiful opportunity we have, especially in this season of social distancing. I think it's a beautiful opportunity we have to reach out to people maybe we haven't connected with in a while, just to say thanks for the way you've blessed my life. And then as I read this, I I think it's interesting. Verse eight says, for from you, the word of the Lord has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God has gone out. I wonder if that can be said of you and your life. Do the people where you work know that you're a person of faith? Or do they think of you as something, well, maybe the word is hypocrite? Do do they know you're a person of faith, but you don't live what you say you believe? The the people at your school, the people where you go to, you know, in the past where you were on the ball field or or things like that, are, are you someone whose faith is easy to recognize? You know, in the life of our church, when we talk about missions, we say we want to share the love of Jesus Christ here, there, and everywhere. And I'm so proud of the people of our church because that's exactly what's happening. Even during the season, it's been amazing to see the way people have responded online. The very first Sunday we went online, we had more people watching our services online than we do on any given Easter Sunday morning. And it was fun to watch the comment section because people were interacting with one another and just having these great spiritual conversations with one another about the service and about their own lives and how their lives were transformed by Christ. That was the first Sunday we went fully online. The second Sunday, that number more than tripled And this past Sunday, we're now on the third Sunday of this, this past Sunday, that number held true, triple what was normal just the week before. And it's been amazing. We far exceeded the number of people who show up here on an Easter Sunday morning. The word of your faith has gone out here, there, and everywhere. And the testimony of your faith is not, oh, isn't it cool that we can do services online? And and it's not, oh, isn't, isn't it cool how modern this church is? It's not anything like that. It's nothing more than this, that Jesus Christ is the hope of the world and the church is his plan for sharing that hope with the world. And I'm just honored. All of my life, I've been surrounded by people who believe that, who practice that, and who have poured that into me. And because of that, they've been sharing the love of Jesus here, there, and everywhere. Why is that? What's the, what's the, what's the significant part of that? That Jesus Christ is the hope of the world and the church is his plan for sharing that hope with the world. And I'm so thankful that you've done that and that I get to be a part of it. And then in verse nine, it says, for they themselves declare concerning us what manner of entry we had to you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God 
in verse nine, it, it's, it's the reflection of a life that's been transformed by Christ. So as you think about those people who shared the gospel with you and allowed you to, to become mature in your faith, don't just think about that. Think about that moment that your life was transformed by Christ. And have you shared that moment with friends and family? Is that something that you talk about? Is that something that you celebrate? Because it shows that the, the, that the word of God is living and true and that our God is doing something special. He's active in our lives. And that verse 10, and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come, is that idea. It's, it's just that whole theme of First Thessalonians that we need to stay on target even in this season of waiting And so there are ways you can share your faith with people. You can talk about, remember the story of how Christ transformed your life. Share that with someone else. Wouldn't it be amazing if someday there was someone else who looked back and said, remember that time you poured your faith into me? I'm so thankful for what you taught me about who Christ is, for the example that you set, for the words that you shared, for the way you helped me understand scripture better. You see, that's what it means for our whole faith to go out amongst the whole world. For the Thessalonians, it went to Macedonia and Achaia and in every place. And I believe the same thing can be true for me and for you. So let's pray that back to our Heavenly Father now. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the privilege of men in my life like Mike Taylor and Mike Compton and Rodney Salmon, for my parents, for my in-laws, for those men and women who have challenged and encouraged my faith, and for all intents and purposes who have taught me so much of what I know about who you are, not just by word, but by example. And so thank you for them. I pray that you would bless them with your favor and with your presence today. And I pray that today that I would be that kind of person to someone else, that the people who are listening, that we would be the kind of people who would recognize and who would honor the fact that Jesus Christ is the hope of the world and the church is his plan for sharing that hope with the world. And so I pray that we would honor you well in the way we share the story of our faith that we would recognize that we can share your love here, there, and everywhere. So help us to do that today. I pray that you would be honored as we do. We love you, Father, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to hit subscribe so you can catch future episodes and you can help us connect with more people by rating and reviewing this episode or pressing like, leaving a comment, or sharing with a friend. You can also catch more devotional thoughts every day through our partner podcast, Follower of One, available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the platform.